This is a Holy Baptist Church podcast, bringing you into a community in which everyone is welcome, lives are changing, and Jesus is King. Thanks for listening with us today. We would invite you to subscribe so you can keep up to date with us. But for now, we pray you enjoy listening for what God has in store for you in this episode, and that it helps change your life for the better, in Jesus' name. Enjoy. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. It's me, Martin, and it's Daz. Say hi, Daz. Hi, Daz. <laughs> I knew you were here. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we are going deeper. Uh, well, this evening, our time. If you're watching live, if uh, you're not watching live, then welcome, uh, one and all. It's lovely to have you uh, with us. And if you are watching live, you get the opportunity to ask some questions and make some comments. Just pop them in the comments below, and we will hopefully spot them and respond to them. And if you're watching after the fact, then feel free to put your comments in and we might still reply to them, but in typed form. So yeah, how are you doing, Daz? Oh, okay. okay, I'm still, I managed this morning to get through the same without coughing, but I may not be able to do the same thing this evening. So I might mute in and out, but I'm okay. I'm just a bit full of cold. In fact, I probably oh. sound like, I got my like late night radio voice on. <laughs> Very bassy and... Oh. Nice. Smooth, hopefully, but can I just say I loved your sermon this morning? Mm, I like I really had a good time like doing it actually for the first time ever I like did it and then everybody came after me and said, Oh, it really made me think it really did this. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm so pleased that it landed with people how I hoped it would. It was really it was really awesome, like buzzing off. Because we had some great illustrations. We had <clears throat> the eter- eternal rope, never ending rope. Uh, that wasn't mine i stole that from someone else and i love how organized you are you had poker chips that you were asking for this morning before i went to church that's how organized you were for this morning sir i had i just in my yeah it was a bit last minute but in my defense i had someone else lined up i just couldn't get hold of them today um so then i had to find somebody else and that was that was hard hard going man but i got them in the end and yeah, it was worth I, it. I'm glad about it. And when you were arrived at church, I said, why did you ask a bunch of Christian leaders whether they had poker chips? Well, the least likely <laughs> group to have any, but you got some in the end, so that's good. It was it was a really it was a really good illustration. So uh, I really love it. it. So if you haven't uh, if you missed Daz's sermon this morning where you, he was talking about where is this all going and about uh, life after death, then I really uh, recommend you catch up on it on our YouTube channel because it was uh, really good. Um, just a few shout outs, a few people. Uh, welcome, Daniel. Uh, welcome, Anna. Uh, welcome, Ian and Michelle. It's great to have you with us this evening. And if you are watching and you haven't said hi yet, please just uh, say hi uh, in the chat. Yeah, we can see you. We can see all your little comments coming up. It's cool. Yeah, I'm the only one that can reply ty- typing to the comments, but we can both reply verbally. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. And please do ask questions because otherwise, it's gonna we're just gonna waffle for the next half hour or so, aren't we, Dad? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Um, the lack thereof, maybe. Uh, yes. Uh, the topic <laughs> or the question that we're looking at uh, this evening is why are Christians uh, so weird? And um, it's a it was it's a provocative question, isn't it, Dad? It's one of these ones it just is. to get get people to tune in to think a little bit. Um, and it's interesting, Dash, you were just saying to me that you you told a friend uh, that this is yes. what you yeah, were talking yeah. about, and she's not a Christian. And how, how does she respond? Well, see, I was saying, oh, I'm trying to explain, sometimes I have to explain what I do to people. And I say, oh, well, today I'm 
going to live stream to like the world and we're going to talk about um why christians are so weird and like what do, what do you what do you think make christians weird and she was like oh i don't she just didn't like the phrase at all she's like i don't think christians are weird like that seems um a bit like mean i think it was hurt and i thought i said well we're trying to be a little bit sort of um provocative i guess i don't think i said that but that's the right word um and she was and i was saying but you know you must they're they must be quite different to you like because you're you know would you say she said i'm not i would say i'm maybe agnostic atheist probably um and i but i think you know she thought about it and she said you know, i think there are some christians who i would say are um she, she wouldn't say weird she didn't like that at all um but she talked about um you know she said there's people in america who will go to like a soldier's funeral and protest like at a funeral or you know the people who are outside um abortion clinics and and really like that she's i find them a bit, bit a bit weird a bit much it's mm. the people who seem to try and convert everybody re regardless of how they uh, whether or not they want to sort of um hear about it and i think that maybe she said that oh, maybe they could be a bit weird yeah but she said you know there are people like you just talking about me oh. seem quite that's quite normal and i was thinking i'm not sure how i feel about that <laughs> 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 but i'll take i'll take it as if she intended i think she was being kind trying to be nice to me i did think supposed to be a little bit weird yeah i mean do you think a bit of it is i mean they say we live in a post-christian uh country but we are still heavily influenced by um biblical moral morality bible stories mm -hmm. are maybe they're well definitely less familiar than they once were but there are still a good amount of people that kind of understand the uh the the bible a little bit and and we and we're all kind of christianish you know, com compare us to maybe China or Japan or some of these mm. very culturally different uh, countries. I guess Christians just seem a bit run of the mill. I think I think there's definitely. I don't think anybody would argue that Christianity, or you know, specifically the the Old and New Testament, the Bible, sort of are the foundational texts on which, like, much of our western philosophy morality you know our legal system it's sort of founded on the you know simple ideas that jesus said like treat everybody the way you'd like to be treated or you know the fact the idea that everybody has value just it just inherently because you're a person you have value i think is a, is a biblical idea um and i don't think that's necessarily true everywhere in the world people don't just accept that mm. as a truth i think we do in this country because of you know what was this uh, those foundation that are the are foundational for us but for everybody at, at one point they were very foundational texts yeah um so we're probably less weird to yeah people who are western yes yeah well, why don't you guys who are watching put put yeah yes or no do you think christians are weird yes or no you can pop it in the uh, the comments <laughs> uh, you can have with it. some christians are like some christians are super weird yes some, you know, you know but is it, is it, are they weird because they're Christian or they're weird because, you know, I've met some Christians and I think maybe you just, they just lack a bit of social skills or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, that's, that's a trick. I mean, if I explain where this comes from, this might be helpful and maybe guide our conversation a bit because we've just done a, a teaching series, full part teaching series over the month of February on um, the world's greatest story. And we're looking at what's the, the story that the Bible tells us about humanity, about creation, about the world. And I have to admit, 
uh, and this confused you a bit this morning, Dad, didn't it? Because we changed the title last minute, literally like two days yeah, before yeah. the series was about to start, because it was going to be called The World's Greatest Conspiracy. But actually, mm. conspiracy was is such a negative term. It, it talks about being legal activities and stuff like that. I didn't really want yeah, to... There's a lot of baggage with that word. That, yeah, a lot of baggage yeah. with that word, which I didn't want to suggest yeah. that Christianity was a conspiracy by any means. Um, but, but what drew me and what caused me to create this particular series was that we, I, I've, I've listened to a few podcasts and stuff about um, conspiracy theories. QAnon being a, a recent one. Have you heard of QAnon, Des? No, I don't know that one. No, so QAnon was one that kind of came when rose with um, uh, Donald Trump. He really kind of uh, played on that a little bit. And it's this idea mm. that there's this international conspiracy, uh, dark, you know, secrets and hidden agendas. Um, and I thought... You know, it's very easy to laugh off these conspiracy theories. The world being flat is 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 uh, one such conspiracy mm. theory that every all the scientists are conspiring to make us think the world is round when actually it's as flat as a pancake. Um, and we can laugh these things off and think you're a bit weird, you're a bit crazy, you know. But actually, when I thought about it, the things that we believe as Christians is pretty weird. Uh, mm. The fact that another being, a spiritual being, has created the world that we live in, that uh, we can have uh, that spiritual being living inside us uh, if we're a follower of, of him. Um, the idea that there's dark forces, there's good, there's evil, there's demons, there's angels, there's all these weird stuff that we believe that there is uh, something spiritual stuff working in the background. Um, I'm thinking that actually us Christians should perhaps be come across more weird than we actually are because we believe some pretty weird things or do we do we believe do you think we believe weird things or or do a lot of people kind of try and push that one under the carpet and and forget about it i think i think in it depends who you ask isn't it but i think my my imagination would tell me that we do we are a bit weird but that's that that's that's kind of to be expected when you know, something I do like prayer is mm. is so basic for me. Like that's just what I do. I I believe that there's a God and I can talk to Him and He will listen and He'll care about what I say. Um, whereas my friend might think like that's weird. Like yeah, you, it, to them it might be like that. You talking to it's like my six year old who talks to an imaginary friend or something. It, that it, <laughs> they could equate it to that kind of thing, and they might think. I don't understand that. That's weird. Um, yeah. So I think I think we are, but I don't. I don't necessarily think it's it's a bad thing. It it can it can generate interesting conversations with our friends. I think if we're if we're willing to to be a bit weird. Yeah. Which is and 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 that's a good question. Are we willing to be weird? I wonder whether um, in our churches and in our faith we try and minimise the weird and try and make us as normal as possible and we and i think particularly when we're crafting services which both of us do um we can sometimes think okay in order to be they used to call use the word seeker sensitive but basically it was creating a a church service environment that would be um palatable to to unchurched people and it's very easy to, to try and remove anything from that that seems a little bit weird a little bit off um a little bit too we could talk it charismatic if you know the use of the words charismatic means gifts of the holy spirit and that might i mean 
here's a question for you, Daz. When did you first come across in Christian circles some charismatic gifts? And by those might be speaking <laughs> in tongues, people falling on the floor, people yeah. laughing out loud, stuff that would come across as that. No, that is weird. Um, when was the first time you maybe came across that? So I went before I was like, before I would say I became a Christian, mm -hmm. I started going to, my sisters always went to church when I was a kid. And we, they used to go to this little church in Portsmouth. Um, and it was, it was just an independent evangelical church, which means it wasn't, it wasn't like a Baptist or a, a church of England or anything like that. It was just a little church that was kind of doing its own thing. Doing its own do thing. It, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember going along to these services and people were like, they were really like fantastic Christians. They really cared about people. They really loved Jesus and did their best. But then now and then they'd be like singing away and people would put their hands up and I was like, oh, that's, you know, they're really into this. That's cool. And then some people would be like talking in different languages. And I assumed that it was like, I don't know. Some Spanish. I, I, I could probably recognise, yeah, like, <laughs> like actual human languages is what I was thinking. Oh, this is quite cool. It's very multicultural. <laughs> um and then like later on i found out that there's this this idea that you could speak in tongues of angels and and they were speaking mm. in tongues and i didn't really realize i just thought that they were muttering away to themselves in their own language yeah um, that's probably my first experience and so i didn't really it was just like oh that's something i don't understand yeah but i just said so that's just the thing they do um and people fall i remember people like, hey, like, rarely it would happen but now and then people would like fall down on the ground and mm. I used to think about, oh, they just got themselves so worked up. They just needed, like, just to sort of, they haven't, like, collapsed. Yeah, I didn't yeah. understand what the spirit was, but they'd, like, oh, they just got so overwhelmed. They just needed to lie down. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> what I was thinking. Well, that's a bit weird, but I kind of, there maybe is a an explanation I could come up with that sort of made it understandable in my own head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I think it was before I became a Christian, I would see stuff like that and just think, there's weird stuff going on here, but. I don't think, well, it it didn't, it wasn't so weird that it stopped me wanting to go. It was, mm -hmm. it was something intriguing about it. There was some something in the wind. And I think I'm quite a naturally curious person. Yeah. I probably thought, well, what's going on here? This is really fascinating. Because um, a lot of going to church initially for me was to, to explore what a few key members of my family had, this faith they had. And I was like, this is, yeah. you know, my granddad died of leukemia. It was awful, but he clung on to this faith he had. I remember thinking there must be something worth exploring here if you mm. if you wouldn't sort of renounce it all. So yeah, I think before as a Christian, I saw some weird stuff um, mm. that was probably supernatural. I didn't really realise what it was, but that was my my first experience. Yeah, yeah, because I think um, church in itself, remove all the weird stuff, is a good thing. It's about it counters loneliness. It creates community. Uh, it's 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 a proven to help people live longer, and uh, just because you, you yeah your life shortens from from loneliness and and stuff like that. So actually, it's church is good so much so the atheists have come up with uh, all the humanists have come up with their own humanist churches and they try and they have liturgy, they have songs, they have stuff lit up front. So I'm guessing it's very yeah. very similar. Uh, to just with, church. without God, yeah, just without God, <laughs> which I'd be mean, sort of sort of fascinating to see what that's like. Like, what do they, what do they sing? Like, for example, like, what they... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the latest 
Pink song. I don't know what they it's, it's probably yeah. all very upbeat, isn't it? It must be. Like, I, yeah, I think it's all very positive thinking and yeah. stuff like that, and and appreciation of creation and life, celebrating life. I think that's how it how it mm. goes. And I wonder if there's a danger of us as churches becoming like that. Yeah, that maybe. We can maybe. Celebrate life. We can enjoy being in each other's company, uh, creating community, maybe doing good stuff. I can be, you know, but actually remove a lot of the stuff that maybe we might think is a bit weird, which tends to be um, stuff of the Holy Spirit, um, and we yeah. can shy away from that. What I mean, what what do you what do you think, Daz? I think, I think the temp there is a temptation to do what I've heard some people talk about, like a social gospel, which is very, mm. um, like good works oriented let's just be kind like that's the main as long as we're being kind and we're and we're representing jesus as like a kind savior who who loves everybody and um and i think that there is a temptation to only do that maybe that's what i would would be concerned about because i think that's that's a big part of who jesus is i don't think it's mm. wrong but i think if we yeah we can be easily tempted to take out the weird bits because they're weird or they're hard to explain or yeah. we think some I think sometimes I think that people will be put off or they or they just won't go for I'm just if I if I do something a bit weird they'll never ever sp speak to me again or or they'll just run away and, and they'll um you know I think that maybe there's a fear in our minds um in yeah. in sort of the weirdness or if I'm a bit weird I'll put people off and they'll, and they'll never never come to know jesus if mm, mm. we're a bit too weird yeah um, and, and i'm only really reflecting now having just ex told you my experience like that's that's not necessarily so like, it wasn't true for me i saw weird stuff it didn't put me off i was intrigued by mm. the fact that people like cared deeply about other people and it didn't matter who if they were like their family or they were just total strangers i remember seeing a guy who was leading the service just stop one day because a guy burst out in tears at the front of the church. He was, I think he was, he looked like maybe he's homeless or really struggling with mental health, um, just burst into tears. And the guy just walked off, off sort of the pulpit, what was the pulpit, and just went and sat next to him. And everybody else in the service was sort of like, what, what do we do now? Um, but but the, the amount of care he showed was enough to sort of, I could overlook the weird stuff because I was so intrigued by the amount of love he had so i think that if we are tempted to get rid of the weird stuff we should bear in mind we could probably not do that and and do the really loving and caring stuff that god calls us to do um and not be scared to be weird and loving and caring because yeah that and is important. Hand hand. yeah i think that's yeah because we could we could um go all weird quite happily yeah. and then actually we lose all the attractiveness which is the the loving people caring for people and let's just quickly see what some people have said uh michelle uh says i don't think weird but sometimes you really want to avoid when you see them shouting in the street avoidable rather than weird i definitely agree with that one yeah. i remember growing up in ipswich town center there was a guy that every weekend he would be preaching the gospel and i found it embarrassing yeah. uh although yeah great that he was out there doing that that's what he felt led to do but certainly trying to avoid uh <laughs> rather than thinking they were weird and then uh jen my lovely wife says what can set 
us apart as weird is maybe being salt and light. Yeah, that's it. Can you explain what that means, Daz? So Jesus talked about this idea of of us of us followers of Jesus being the salt um, and the light of the world, and so we are. Oh, that's fine. Um, I think the salt's a tricky one because the salt, you know, for us, it's like makes it everything flavorful. But I think they also had like a preservative quality. And I think if, yeah. yeah, there's so much to it. And I think that's, you know, we don't just do kind things. We also preserve um, and heal. Like we're all a representation of Jesus who is a, who does preserve and heal in mm. our relationship with God and that kind of thing. Uh, and light again is just, is, is if in a, you light a match in a dark room and it just brings, um, get or gets rid of shadow and darkness and, and bad. And that is again, the, the purpose of, Jesus church the people who carry a message is, is to spread hope um and in the darkness i guess that'd be yeah. my explanation <laughs> that's yeah. good that's good yeah. yeah so yeah we're just called to be different we're called to be distinctive i think counterculturals uh yeah. countercultural is is a good phrase uh, and interesting what you were saying this morning Daz, about um when we about do we look at our life through the perspective that actually we're st- our life is eternal and we don't have to be mm-hmm. so invested in this current life because we have something even better uh, to come. And and that's very, that's incredibly countercultural. Um, I think so, especially for anybody that's not, well, you know, we live in a culture that I would say is quite um, atheistic more so than, uh, you know, there's lots of people of faith and and we have a commonality with them. But if someone has no faith, then to talk about, you know, how to help them understand a life that it goes on forever is really hard. And it's going to they just can't understand that or they won't. Mm. Um, they cannot think the same way. Um, and it's easy to. To get to sort of, yeah, like, or maybe because because we live in that culture, we don't think about it hardly ever. Mm. It's so easy to lose perspective that, you know, I, I don't, it's not, you know, I talked about YOLO, didn't I? You only live once. And I think, no, that's not, that's not true. Or if mm. it is true, the life I have is, is goes on forever. It's not like yeah. life is short on the earth, but that's not all of life. There's more to yeah. it than that. And that is countercultural because everybody else who doesn't follow Jesus or, you know, it thinks that this is all we've got. This is it. Mm. Um, yeah, cause... It's going to be hard to explain to them why we make the decisions we do we think well that's because we don't think this is it yeah because our, our, faith, our faith and our values should affect how we live our lives how we spend our money uh, what we spend it on um mm. and yeah i think it's so easy to fall into that and, and i'm speaking from experience here in into all the the same values and the same wants and desires of, of everyone else um the clothes we wear um I mean, how many people invest so much money into um, their houses? Um, it's you know we're a DIY nation. We're a, we yeah. love our homes and we spend invest a whole lot of money into them. And as followers of Jesus, is that what we're called to do? Um, it's yeah. It's sh- we should be living a very different life to people around us. Uh, we weird. We chose weird because it's provocative, but. It's not necessarily weird. It's different. It's set apart. Yeah. It's going against the flow. It's all those sort of phrases that should be both a bit weird, but also a bit 
attractive mm, as well. I think that's, yeah, I think so. And I, I li- had a little skim of the the bit in, is it like 1 Peter or something, when it talks about um, the church being a holy people. Mm. And in, I look, in the King, some of the, I think it was the King James Version, it, like, it said about being a peculiar people. And I was like, yeah, that's like weird, isn't it, peculiar? Um, <laughs> well, I think, and, but then the NIV translated that to like God's holy people. And ho- that idea of holiness is about being um, like set apart, isn't it, or different or different, other. Like yeah. The, yeah the, like, and that's, if we're going to be holy people, I don't, that doesn't necessarily mean we're like super righteous, really good everybody's like yeah. you can never do anything wrong it's about being different and like people will look and think they're different but they're not necessarily like oh that oh they're different but like yeah. oh, that's, i've never met anybody like you that's i don't understand the way you think that's really interesting hopefully it will yeah. be um yeah because i think that's why jesus was he just would just talk and even people that thought they knew stuff about god would be like this is different this yeah. is this is other i don't understand i've never yeah. heard this before um yeah. it's yeah yeah um good old david max says weird is a difficult term to define forgiveness and kindness to people who have wronged you can be seen as weird mm. gently may, may not just be a bit weird but rather a lot weird in some cases it's it, yeah. yeah that's what we're saying isn't it I mean, weird weird is a yeah that's our fault for choosing that <laughs> well, we did. supposed to be very different because yeah. we believe very different things and we have very different values that should be driving how we live our lives and how we react to, to people. I mean, Jesus says, don't just love your friends, but love your enemies. Because if you love your friends, you're just like anyone else. But if you love your enemies, that's what makes you different. And and that's weird. That's strange. That's illogical. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense to forgive people and to be kind to everyone regardless. Well, that that should set us apart hmm. yeah they should be weird we should be weird yeah we should be different yeah. and, we, and we were talking about you know gifts of the spirit and stuff like that it's not just about that you don't have to be falling on the floor to be different you need to be kind and loving and forgiving and use your money in different ways and rather than hmm. grappling for power and and stuff like that that you know they say money sex and power isn't it are the three main things and actually christianity is supposed to view those three things incredibly differently Mm. to the world uh, around us and we've got to ask ourselves the question is that really the case and i guess we've seen some of the moral failings in uh, the church in recent years uh hillsong willow creek um uh, well the leaders anyway not the church as a whole but and it, it suddenly makes the church seem just like any other rather seedy uh, organisations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we're there. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say maybe we are weird, but that's not what I meant. Maybe we we need to be weirder. We need yeah. to you know, up the weirdness game and, and try and be holy, like in the, in the mm. true sense. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that's hard. It's a hard thing. That's hard because. You, you've got to stick your head above the parapet a little bit haven't you and be willing to to be weird yeah which is not easy to do yeah uh, here's one weird has a negative connotation in modern parlance a bit like conspiracy which we changed <laughs> yeah. the word might be distinctive yeah so that's definitely what we've been talking about yeah uh, uh, there yeah just being this mm-hmm. distinctive um so can you think of any practical ways in which we can maybe 
if we're a follower of Jesus, start being a bit distinctive tomorrow? I, yeah, I, I was nearly asked another question in my sermon today about whether or not um, we, we, we really want to know like God's will for our life. Because hmm. um, Paul started all of his letters like Paul, an apostle of Christ, by the will of what is it, Paul, apostle, by the will of Christ Jesus, something like that. And I remember thinking, you know, am I, am I like Daz Jones, you know, children, family, pastor, by the will of Christ? And re- like, it really is. I think I am. But hmm. if if I if I knew exactly, would I want to know exactly what God's will for my life is of every single minute of every single day? I think I'm not sure. You could ask yourself that question. Maybe yeah. that's a practical thing. I'm probably wouldn't get in that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to, but you know, could we sit down and and think about a day and just kind of invite God to tell us what do you want me to do today? Where do you want me to go? Yeah. Who do you want me to yeah. spend time with? How do you want me to conduct my conversations? Um, you know, what's on my? I write my to do list. Are you happy with my to do list, God? Mm. Um, I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday and, and they were talking about the fact that don't ask what is God's will for your life, because that's a bit egocentric. And that's yeah. And we're all a bit selfish and self-focused, to be perfectly honest. Instead, ask what is God's will? Ooh. And then ask, how can I be, part be a part of that? How can I help yeah. facilitate that? What, Lord God, what do you want me to like you said, Daz, what do you want me to do today? uh yeah. what choices do you want me to make guide my decisions not because you've got some great plan for me it's all about me uh but actually god you have a plan for the universe you are working in our in the lives of people around us how can i help facilitate that how can i be a builder of your kingdom uh rather than my own and i think that's that's a really important thing to to do and it's challenging though because that makes that makes it sound like I'm not very significant, Martin. I don't think I like that. <laughs> I don't no, think no. I like that. I don't Surely think I like I'm that. the most significant person. It's all about me. The world revolves around me, doesn't it? Yeah. I and we can my world. That in our language, can't we? You know, God yeah. has a purpose for your life. God has a work. You know, we, we do believe that we have a God that knows us intimately and, and wants what's best to us. But I can so easily slide into this feeling that, that actually it's all about me. And God has something for Mark, for me to be the best I can possibly be. And in and I've got to really search for that. And and actually the world does that as well. You know, I'm going to go on X Factor or whatever because I feel like I'm not the person I should be and there's something better for me out there. And actually as followers of Jesus, we shouldn't be focusing on ourselves. We should be focusing on, on what God is doing and get involved uh, in that. Um, Sheila said... My daily prayer to God is always help me fulfill your purpose today. Now, I love that. Yeah, Yeah. that Sheila, that is great. Help me to fulfill your purpose, not mine. Help me to fulfill your purpose uh, today. So I love love that. Yeah, we should get Sheila on next time. That's a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Sheila, what are you fancy talking about? Let's let us know. (laughs) Uh, so we haven't quite decided what we're doing for our next going deeper. Um, Because I don't think I'm going to be here for that one. But we try and do something possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Uh, so no, thank you, Shirley. That's really, really good. Um, we're going to start wrapping up now because it's less exciting when there's only two of us rather than three. Um, I won't take that personally. <laughs> oh, Sheila said. Oh, Sheila said. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, what she what she let herself in for? Okay. She sounds less than keen. I can. We'll have a chat about it. And 
Yeah, we'll have a chat about that one. Right. <laughs> um, but no, thank you guys um, for tuning in. Thank you, Daz, for this morning, which was amazing. Um, and thank you for the conversation this evening as well. And uh, yeah, we just recommend watch back over this series. There are two bonus episodes that weren't Sunday sermons. Um, one is uh, me chatting to a guy called Jason who's the leader of a church in London. And he's talking about spiritual realms and spiritual beings, um, which is really interesting and exciting. And then I had a conversation with two Baptist ministers, both called Simon, about the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible, which talks about end times and where we're, we're going. That's a pretty weird book. We can use the word weird for, for the Revelation. Uh, and I just did some tips at the end of the video about how to approach uh, the book of Revelation, because I read it this January. I've been avoiding it because it's too weird. And I read it this January and it's been great. And I recommend you guys read it as well. So, yeah, you can find both of those videos on our YouTube channel. Um, Enjoy. Oh, my wife is very kind. Says, you are both doing very well. Oh, thanks, Jen. Uh, thank you, Jen. That's lovely. Um, um, we're starting a new series in March, uh, looking at different different biblical images of God, which I think is going to be really interesting. And I'm preaching on next Sunday on God being a potter. Ooh. So, yeah, I haven't worked potter. out what I'm doing yet. So I've got a week to plan it, but um should be an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, and it's pot not a potterer. He doesn't potter about. He's he no, not a potter. He's not an old man going around in his shed in the garden. No, that's not the image the Bible gives. Got of it. God. Just checking. Um, <laughs> so um yeah it's we're doing that next sunday so yeah sounds interesting. have a great rest of your evening Daz. thank you so much you too yeah thank you for having me thank you guys for tuning in and do uh like do subscribe and to our channel and do share the video because you never know if you share it on social media someone might actually watch it and that's the whole point of us doing this so thanks guys enjoy the rest of your evening and god bless bye That was today's episode of Holy Baptist Church Podcast. We hope it's prompted you to want to follow Jesus, hopefully a lot, but even just a little bit more closely. If you have any questions about what you've heard in today's episode or you want to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, you can email us, gotquestions at holybaptist.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. It would really make our day. If you want to hear more from us, just a reminder, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and you can download the Holy Baptist Church app from the Apple App Store or Google Play to hear it as well. Simply search Holy Baptist Church. Thank you again for listening to Holy Baptist Church podcast. We pray God will bless you and we'll see you next time.